Welcome to more details, please, with your hosts, Emmanuel and Angela Williams, where we dive deeper into conversations with visionary entrepreneurs to discover what it takes to turn passion into purpose. Listen to real-world stories from self-starters and trailblazers and discover strategies and innovations shaping a greener future. Whether you are a seasoned business person or just starting out, let this be your go-to resource for inspiration and actionable tips for success. Join us now as we create a brighter, greener future together. Welcome to More Details, Please, broadcasting live in the Phoenix Business Radio X studio in Tempe, Arizona, where we help entrepreneurs turn their passion into purpose. We're your hosts, Angela and Emmanuel Williams. And today we have in our studio, Dr. Patty Neal. We're so excited to have Dr. Neal in with us. Patty Neal is not only a business owner, but she is a PhD, and her dissertation was all about social entrepreneurship, which is exciting and is near and dear to our heart because Detail Experts was born from social franchising. So with that, Patty, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. You know, I also would like, I am really excited today about this interview because, you know, our theme is turning passion into purpose. And I couldn't think of a better example of one who committed herself in that way. And I'll call it an actualization of not just being on the side talking, but she jumped in it and actually are doing and making difference in people's lives. So to hear her journey, what inspired her and how she have come to her state of consciousness in terms of how she wants to give to the world is going to be a very interesting journey. And there's going to be a lot of nuggets of wisdom that our listeners can be will be able to get from this conversation. So welcome, Patty. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So Patty, how did you get here? Tell me a little bit about your beginnings. Who is Patty Neal? Patty is someone who is constantly developing <laughs> and uh, just just learning more and more about about myself and about uh, being human in the world. And it's it's just a constant learning and and emergent journey. Uh, every day is something new. <laughs> I started out uh, with the with the things that I was trying to do without having social entrepreneurship as part of of my consciousness at that point, and that actually developed during my dissertation journey. That's interesting. So w- when you think about your upbringing and how you got there or your family life, I mean, what what brought you to that point? So so tell me a little bit about your upbringing, your family life today. I was the oldest. I guess that probably did have a lot of impact. I was the oldest of three and uh, I had a lot of responsibility in that in that role. Uh, my my home life uh, had a, a lot of there were a lot of needs, let me put it that way. And and so we did not have <clears throat> most of the time we didn't have a lot of things and and then sometimes we did, but they weren't managed very well. I would say that that coming out of that led me into in into my adulthood of really looking for 
how to live life appropriately. I just didn't have uh, good guidelines as to as to how to go about that. So in a lot of ways, even though I've had some very good influences on my background, I have always felt like I was still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think all of us are at that point at one point in time. So you're not alone with that. But it's exciting that you took that learning and that experience and you translated that into wanting to help others. It's almost as if you found a place in your space, in your consciousness to say, all right, well, how do I translate that to help others so that they don't have that same experience I had? That That's what I see. Is, is that more, yeah. is that kind of like what you have experienced? Yes. I, I, I feel very fortunate that I did have some influences over, over my lifetime that, you know, had kind of propelled me here and there into whatever that next phase might be. And, and I'm so grateful for that, uh, that, it makes me want to be a person who can do that for other people, even yeah. if it's just brightening their day in some way. Whatever it is, that that's what I want to do. Well, Patty, coming up, is there a particular instant that you experienced growing up that shift? It was this shift of consciousness in terms of putting you on a road or trajectory of who you are today. Um, for an example, there are things that happen in people's lives that transform them in an instant and can give them a new way of looking at things that puts them on a new journey. Is there a particular situation that you can recall growing up that helped you to literally put you on this road that you're on today in terms of helping people? I think I uh, I could point to a situation where I had... Uh, a high school teacher that actually said, this was the first time I'd ever heard anyone say this, that regardless of what the circumstances were, I had a choice. Mm. I could decide. I could choose whether I was going to do something or not do it. All I had to pay attention to was what were the consequences and which set of outcomes did I want to live with. And that was the first time that I even started to think about the fact that I actually had choices. And that, I think I would say, uh, that has been very present in in my memory. Well, thank yeah. goodness for the high school teacher. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> so, so you've had a long career in management and role. And then you moved into this role that you didn't define as social entrepreneurship, but you were there. So now you're investing your, you know, not only conversation, Yes, you're investing your studies through your dissertation, but you're helping others that are not as privileged as yourself find jobs, et cetera. I mean, what inspired you to do that? I had been observing for any number of years uh, the, the the plight of people that, uh, in particular, did not have homes. They they were experiencing homelessness, and and I and both of my daughters actually uh, did a lot of work with with um, that population when they were in high school, and and we had a lot of conversations over the years about it. And I kept wondering what what can I possibly do? As I was looking at that and thinking about you know well what what do people need? You know, I, I it seemed to me one thing I could do is to try to provide jobs for people. And so I focused on, on how might I provide jobs for people that had challenges both to 
obtaining employment and also retaining employment. Yeah. So did you consider the impact of running a business, especially one in which your whole mission was to give unto others and how that would impact your personal life? When I did this, I was actually at a stage where, uh, you know, my my family was grown and had had moved into their own lives. And, and I was on my own at that point. And so I wasn't as concerned about how it impact me. It just felt like this is my time to to experiment with something because I am the only one that is putting things at risk at this point. So so I don't I don't think I really understood what the impact would be, nor was I that concerned about it. That's interesting. So you would say that it's important to push yourself beyond your comfort zone. How do you state that importance? <laughs> I think I always knew that, you know, there I would find a way, uh, regardless of what happened, I would find a way to to manage, uh, you know, whatever it was I needed. It, I, I wasn't too concerned about that, frankly. Some may say that's not very wise, but I, I truly, I was at that stage in my life where I just thought, you know, I, I can always come back. I, I have backup plans that I could, I could fall back on, you know, other skills if I need to use them. So, Yeah. It's always interesting because being in business itself is risky. You are putting your time, your money, and your resources at risk. That That's just the nature of business. And you did that without a lot of concern that I would not be able to recoup or regain, but instead, what can I give? And at the end of the day, that's probably the thing that is most exciting to hear because it, it it's risky. But you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that kind of takes me to a place that I am so interested in that you know, how do a person come up with a thought process of I'm getting into this situation to serve on a level where I am willing to sacrifice the welfare of what it is that may um, hinder my values, if you will. And I I do want to say that Patty is one of our franchisees, and she's been with us since 2016. And she's now a part of our executive team. So I am just happy and proud and privileged to be able to work with her every day and to see how she put in practice her her purpose and how she actualized it in the transformation of her becoming a better person as well. Yeah. So, so Patty, in your dissertation, you talked about um, there were some times you struggled to get out of bed in the morning um, because you faced a day of uncertainty. Tell us about that. Well, as I worked through the processes of the business, I realized uh, at some point it was becoming very apparent that that I was not particularly business savvy and, and I had made decisions that I, I wasn't certain I could sustain the business. I didn't really know how to keep moving forward. And I was very concerned about the lives that I would, now I had taken responsibility for a certain number of lives. This was the way I saw it, uh, the people that I was employing. And I, and I got to the point where I, I was questioning my ability to make decisions because I was so concerned. I was, I was frankly, I was embarrassed. You know, I got to the point where I, I really was letting just that fear paralyze me. And so it was so hard to get up each day thinking, I have no idea what I'm going to do today. And just feeling like a total lack of self-confidence at that point. 
just really questioning every decision or even my ability to make decisions at that point. You know, I, I, I bet our listeners and every business owner has faced that at one point in time. So when those feelings happen, you would say problems don't solve themselves. So you'd agree that problems don't solve themselves, right? That's true. <laughs> they do not. So what would you add to um, those thoughts for the listener that's saying, all right, I, I, I got into this and now I'm in it or I've made a choice. I don't know what to do next. Now what? Well, there were a, a couple of phases of, of just putting one foot in front of the other, just saying, okay, well, my, I, I can't just quit. <laughs> I mean, here I am, right? And so uh, so I, I, I really started to look for resources that would help me. And I, and I dug into some, you know, some things that I had used in terms of retraining my thought process and re uh, retraining myself in the way that I, I, I had to learn to have vision and I didn't, you know, I, I had an idea about what I wanted to accomplish, but I really didn't have the toolkit to do, uh, to be able to create vision uh, or, or to, to frankly, to even feel joy. I realized I didn't know how to feel joy. And so I really had to go back to the very basics of changing how I uh, managed my own inner energy. And I, th- it was not an overnight experience, I can tell you that. And, and it's still, obviously, I'm still continuing to learn it today. But uh, it was really just step by step of, of, of learning to love myself, first of all, and to be okay and, and to be able to... I guess I would say one of the first things as I started to try to make this comeback was to learn to look in the mirror and look myself in the eyes and say, I really love you. That did not come easy. And, and, but, but working with that over time, you know, then, then that started to open up. That was one of the steps I would say that started to open up that ability to say, okay, well, you know, we're going to get through this somehow, right? We'll figure it out. I mean, even if it, even if it doesn't work, we'll figure it out somehow. Yeah. I didn't know what that looked like yet, but. (laughs) No, that's a wonderful exercise to just look in the mirror and remind yourself, love you. That, that, that helps. I well, mean, that, that definitely helps. Well, you know, one of the things that I, as I listened to Patty's journey, I listened to, you know, as an entrepreneur myself, been doing it for 20 years plus, the value of success, you know, what we call success, I had to redefine that. And success was not a place in the future where I have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Success was who I have become as a result of my journey. And in the process of going through those dark spaces, it is life preparing us to be able to transcend and grow and reincarnate into a place where we was intended to be. We didn't just come here to work and make money and go about our daily lives. Our primary function here on this earth is to serve humanity and be a part of this evolution of consciousness of love. And so when I hear your journey in terms of how you was able to, first of all, not allow those voices in your head to continue to pull you into the path that was a negative, you became present 
and you start to put one foot in front of the other. So that's just the metaphor of how to evolve and to grow as an individual and not allowing something to happen where you judge it if it's right or wrong. It's just the greater good because you are here to evolve and to grow. Yeah. So, Patty, would you say that you are a heart over head person or a head over heart person? Tell us about um, that impact of emotion in your business decisions. <laughs> well, I will say that if I if I just go with you know my my normal tendencies, it's definitely all heart, and I have to and I have to balance that. I you know that that definitely has been part of my learning because I came to realize that if I just let my heart lead me then I would not be able to continue doing what my heart wanted to do. I had to actually balance that out with a certain amount of, of pragmatism was, was a word that came into play for me as, as I was working through this process and, and, uh, and actually in writing. And so as I was writing and, and exploring, I realized that I had to, I had to balance the, the, not only uh, the, what I also learned to use the term altruism because that didn't feel appropriate originally until I went through this process, but, but to balance that with the pragmatism so that, because one can't survive without the other. Yeah. You know, Patty, that is really interesting because when I read your dissertation, you know, the words nascent, novice, and ultra, what is it called? Altruism jumped out at me. And we are so alike in so many ways. You, I think you hit on something that's really important because we are who we are. And especially life is about your ability to balance. And so it's very important to partner up with somebody that helped you to balance your qualities so that you can have that balance so you can continue to move forward. And I would say Angela, is, which is my wife, which is the young lady that's sitting next to me here, it helps, is my balance, and I am her balance. And I think that's where the magic happens for us and the growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not always easy, but it's, it's exciting when we listen to each other. So, Patty, one piece of advice that you gave already is for that entrepreneur that's inspiring to help out in the community is to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. Um, often. Mm -hmm. What other advice would you give to that person who wants to give back while at the same time operating a for-profit business? Well, I would say uh, the, the the one thread that has been a constant for me is not only, you know, looking in the mirror was, was a beginning, but finding what practices actually help you as an individual center yourself. What are the things that actually work for you? So that when you realize, when I realize that I am not staying present in the moment, or I am not uh, thinking clearly or whatever that might be, you know, I've learned to to see those symptoms that I have to return to those practices. And, and that, that can be for some people, it's meditation. Uh, there are many tools out there that help us with brain entrainment and all kinds of things like that. But finding the ones that pull you, and maybe that's not always the same thing, because as we grow and change, we adapt and we learn. And so there's there's always an, you know another way to do that. But always holding those practices so that you can recenter yourself. And, and, then, um, and then after that, you know, then it's also about 
remembering your what your sense of purpose is. Why did you go into this in the first place? Whatever it is that you you set foot for, what is the actual core purpose that you are that's pulling you, right? And I, I like to use that terminology about what pulls me because it's not me pushing myself. It's it's what is pulling me that I have to pay attention to. It's that that draw where and 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 then really that does go for my heart, right? What is pulling my heart? Uh, and and then how do I support my ability to do that? Yeah, it, it's so funny because Patty, I can recall you stick to my why, my why. For every job description that you wrote, it is my why. How does this fit into my why? You framed everything around your why, which is why we're so excited about your strength and your passion that you've shown in bettering the lives of others. I mean. And that's despite having personal and business debt, um, that paralyzing fear, <laughs> self-doubt, and all of that, um, you still got back to my why. So when you lose yourself, do you find yourself again? How, how would you define that for you? I would say at this point, I, I, am, I am blessed enough that I, I have really... Uh, been able to sense that life energy that that is flowing in me around me that we are energetic beings and and I remind myself of that and sometimes I will just envision that that I realize that that I am just purely as far as 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 my physical body it's just purely a whole bunch of particles that are you know facilitating the ability for the me the the part of the cosmos that is here to hang out on the earth and and to do the things that I'm doing right now uh, as I'm evolving and so uh it when I am feel like I'm losing myself I remind myself of those the that that concept that that's really what this is all about and that pulls me back in the right direction well, you know, Patty, it's interesting how one of your teachers turned a light bulb on in you when you was younger that says you always have a choice. And with choice comes a certain level of consciousness. A lot of people is suffering and don't even realize that they're suffering. But in your suffering, you realize that you had a choice. You had you were able to see that you were suffering. You became aware of what, what you were suffering. And with that came choice. And so you had enough consciousness to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to stay in this situation and feel like I don't have any other choice where, where a lot of people is, where their suffering come from. You've always had that enough awareness to be able to make choices through your life. And in your pool that you're associating with, it is the past experiences that you've been conditioned to feel and believe as those feelings and emotions starts to pull you into a place of losing yourself, you have enough awareness to realize, no, I got to get back into the present moment because I can't get caught up in those stories that's pulling me into pain and unconsciousness because that is most people's self-suffering comes from mm-hmm. that illusion of being trapped in your thoughts and not being able to get out of it. Exactly. What we know for sure is we all experience that. We all experience that self-doubt. And it's like that record player playing in our mind of every time we um, didn't do as good as we thought we should have, then we get stuck in that. You said something earlier regarding um, 
you realize you didn't have as much business savvy as you had hoped. Would you say that um, that's extremely important as you move along in a entrepreneur journey of any kind that you want to make sure you equip yourself with the business savvy necessary to do the business at hand? Yes, it's definitely important. And I think I think it's important to realize uh, that that is not something that comes overnight. You don't open a box and say, oh, good, there's my savvy. It, it, that, that, you know, that it's something that wisdom and savviness comes through action. And I, I came across that phrase, part of that phrase recently, and it really made sense to me. That that if I'm if I'm paralyzed, like I was talking about when I was just paralyzed and didn't know what to do, uh, I, I wasn't there. Wisdom wasn't going to fall on me. It wasn't going to happen. That savviness was not going to just fly out and, and be there for me. That it, I had to start taking steps and I had to consider and reflect and uh, go through a process of reflection about okay, I did that thing. Now what happened? You know, how did I feel about it? And what were the outcomes? How did it impact me and everyone around me and, and all of that? And as I reflect on that, that's where that wisdom and that savviness starts to build. It doesn't, you know, it, it, you, I would not have started to develop that had I not realized that, that you have to have action in order to get there. Well, see, that's one of the things, Patty, I really love about you because I was there with you in those journeys and we was going through all of these ups and downs together as entrepreneurs and not once had you said something about making excuses. You've always kept your focus. You always kept your nose to the grinding wheel and you kept pushing forward. And I, I know you, you was going through a lot, but at the end of the day, you continue to press forward and kept your purpose and help people and uh, I just want to just say kudos to that because a lot of times people make excuses and then try to justify why it's not happening because of somebody else, because of what somebody else should have done or didn't done, as opposed to taking responsibility for themselves. And that's the reason why I say that you are where you are and I am honored to be able to watch you and work with you on a daily basis. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do want to say, though, for those that are listening to us, those excuses are very real in my head so many times. It's just a matter of do I choose to stay with those excuses or do I say, oh, that's an excuse. OK, let me move on and, and move on from it. You know, I mean, the, the, they don't go away. Those those stories still continue to to bubble up. And, and again, then it, it, it's up to me to decide, am I going to go down that path or am I going to do something more productive. <laughs> and, you know, I, I would say this as well, Patty, and, and this is for the listeners, and, and it's just a metaphor. Life is about growth. When you're religions, a lot of times I've, I heard if Christ didn't carry the cross, he wouldn't be able to wear the crown. That's all of our journey. That is all of our journey. And so I just want to encourage people out there to realize that, you know, if you're going through challenges, that don't mean that it's wrong, and that don't mean that it's good or bad. It's just a greater good because there's a, a purpose for you that is trying to guide you to that place of love and joy and peace and abundance, but you got to find what you love doing and do it to and do it in a way where it's going to serve a greater good. And that's where you find what we call success. I mean, what I call success now, not necessarily 
in the future, I'm going to be in a particular place. I'm going to be having a certain amount of things. It is that peace that comes within to realize that I am living on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, Patty, with that, I mean, you had had a mission to have a positive impact on society and others. Um, you've achieved success. Tell us a little bit about that feeling that, hey, I achieved it. And not in the way that I originally thought I was going to, but I achieved it. I, 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 want, I think the listeners want to hear about that part of it as well. I think that when I, what I consider success is when I see a light in someone's eyes that wasn't there before. Or after the fact, sometimes I will hear a story from someone about how, how something that, that we did together impacted their life, gave them hope gave them a reason, right? They started to find their reason. And that's actually what feels like true success for me is when somebody, I see that that someone is able to, to move forward with their reasons and their purpose. Uh, and, and if I was privileged enough to play a part in that, then that to me is success. That That's awesome. That that is awesome, and and I think you summed that up also in your dissertation. So finally, you used um, Nelson Mandela's quote: "May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears." So despite all the highs and lows that you experienced, you still were hopeful about creating a brighter future to the less fortunate. So are you gonna continue forward with that, or tell us about some ways that you are continuing forward with creating those brighter days? Yes. Well, the opportunities that I have now working working with with this organization have really given me the uh, the opening to impact a lot more lives, and and that's how I have described that to people in terms of you know when I was when I was running my small business, I had you know maybe ten people that I impacted at a time at times. Uh, you know, and now now we're impacting so many more lives, and and so I'm I'm really grateful for that. And looking at how how we can do that through the the business that we're operating together, and then and then I have even grander visions, and we'll see how that goes. But you know, I I would love I want to understand how to use uh, the the vehicle of business in a way that can impact uh, the economic conditions for people and, and, and their lives. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still very much in a learning mode about that, but that's what drives me. I keep thinking there's, there's got to be more ways that we can do this. Hey, that, that is, that, that is phenomenal to hear. My, um, I, I think Patty has done a super fantastic job. So Patty, we're going to ask you, cause listeners are going to want to know, they love your inspiring story of being there for others and committing and dedicating your life to that. And not to mention Dr. Patricia Neal uh, used this exact experience to write your dissertation and thus became the PhD, PhD that you are today. How will people get in touch with you? How can they reach you when they have questions about your journey and they may be experiencing some very similar things to get over that hump? So how can they reach you? Are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn uh, and it's it's a very simple, it's LinkedIn forward.com forward slash I-N forward slash Patty Neal, N-E-I-L. And so I'm I'm very easy to find on there. 
Wonderful. Wonderful. Patty, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. We are very appreciative of what you have offered. And this has been a fantastic dialogue. And I can't say enough to what you have done and the commitment that you've made to the community at large. So you've been listening to the Phoenix Business Radio with Business Radio X. This podcast is brought to you by Detail Experts, the mobile steam cleaning company that saves the planet one franchise at a time. So until next time, we're Angela. And Emmanuel. Williams. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. Thank you for listening to More Details, Please. Presented by Emmanuel and Angela Williams from Detail Experts, the mobile steam cleaning company dedicated to protecting the planet. Be sure to subscribe to more details, please, on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Facebook at Detail Experts and visit DetailExperts.net. That's D-E-T-A-I-L-X-P-E-R-T-S. We hope you've gained some valuable insights from our conversations today. Stay driven by curiosity, and we'll bring you more details next time.